Yo, what's up, gang? It's your boys. Well, two of the boys. Uh, it's well, let's see what what episode is this? Fifty eight. Oh, I need to check. Yeah, I think we're at fifty eight. Fifty eight, dude. Almost at the big sixty. We were eligible for AARP. <laughs> we are. Uh, what? Like maybe five years away from retirement or something like that's that. That's right. They're starting to send us the pamphlets in the mail. Yeah. Like that yeah. that's where we're at. They know we're approaching. We're, we showed up on their list and now yeah. they're they're slowly giving it out. Alice Trebek is uh trying to sell us life insurance. <laughs> right. Wilford Wilford Brimley got us the diabetes medication. <laughs> uh like now we're now we're very addicted to old reruns of murder she wrote. I have type Type A and Type B. Diabetes. <laughs> Both types of diabetes. Diabetes. Um, the big, the big bushy mustache. Like uh, my, my mustache man. I need to find out what he used to like. Bam! Like display it out. Oh, it's so good. Man. <laughs> but yeah, episode fifty-eight ish around there of Brother and Around. I'm your host, Wes Gardner, Kami Hobo himself. And we got the man, the myth, the legend, the OG, yeah. Marco Flores, Nerd in the Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come by, uh, tell us how to... No, no, um, no. <laughs> I need to start watching again, because I, I, I was about to start Aloha State. But anyway, so like I was telling the guys after I heard the, the last podcast, I was like, you guys talk about mobile games without me? What the heck? But <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I listened to the last episode and I was like, oh, dude, like, because I'm watching a bunch of Netflix stuff because I, I installed it on my work phone because I do what I want. I'm the boss, whatever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, um, so I'm watching. So I had two things, two things that happened uh, recently. So, yeah. like, uh, I'm watching the show um, that I found because of over the Internet and all the podcasts uh, that I listen to. And it's called Real Love and it's on Netflix. Okay, Real Love. Okay. Real love. Okay. It's a Japanese reality dating show, kind of like your. It's it's like, it's like uh, Survivor meets like Temptation Island sort of thing, right? Okay. Sure. So they're on they're on they're they're in Okinawa basically, and they're you know it's it's ten guys and eight girls. Um, they didn't they fully you know even it out, but some people that were trying to apply for the show didn't make it because. Here's the thing. So they're all looking for love, you know. Yeah. Um, but the crutch is that okay, they are going on dates throughout the throughout these days or throughout these weeks, uh, throughout these days basically. Uh, they're going on dates, and uh, the two hosts of the shows are you know they're watching them through through the cameras and they're like oh they're they're, they're basically doing the terrace house hosting of like oh they're, they right, they right. watch what they do and then they commentate on it so. They do that. They crack jokes and whatever. They make nicknames for each of the people, um, and then this bell goes off, right? It goes ding, ding, right? And so, what the crutch of this show is is that every single person on that show has a dark secret. They say dark, <laughs> dark, dark <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So everybody has something that you know they're like, ashamed of or whatever so yeah uh when that bell rings the hosts have cards like okay so somebody has to like announce what their secret is and it, it, it goes off in two scenarios one the first scenario is they're all together all of all of the contestants are all together okay and they're you know they're they're socializing and all that the bell rings and then they pick whoever they pick 
to t- announce to everybody that th- what's their dark dark secret. Yeah. The other se- the other scenario is basically you're they're on a date. It's like you know you know boy and girl they're either hitting it off or they're not, and then the bell rings and uh, the, you know if they pick that person oh, they have snap. to admit the dark secret to the person they're dating and at the same time after the secret is announced, yeah, they get like a uh, perspective like. Uh, reaction perspectives on the, each of the other contestants that are not on the date what is per se like oh they oh, they announced that oh what the heck and then they do like a reaction video right then and there so yeah so it's it's a little interesting that they have this sort of a show i'm loving it because i'm hearing the most ridiculous right. secrets <laughs> i i i almost want to say like with some of them but it's like I, I don't want I, I you like Wes. I need you to watch. It's kind of like what like I had tried to re- recommend uh, Terrace House. Right? Terrace like, House, and then we got on. And it's I, like, oh yeah, dude, for sure. Episode about it. so, yeah. So that like, so okay, so okay. I'll, I'll give away one. So okay, um, you know the bell rung and these these this couple was on a date, and uh, okay, yeah, they you know they chose that person to speak the secret. They gave him the envelope. Yeah, and you know like oh man, I don't want to you know, announce my secret, but okay. So they, they open this letter and they, they go word for word what their secret is. Like, so I find out that one of these guys is a damn criminal. Right. That's what I was going to ask. Like, how, when did we talk about like dark secrets? Is it- yeah, yeah, like literally dark secrets. Like either, uh, you know, I'm yeah, again, I can't, I can't, I can't say anything about it, but like one of them was a criminal and like the reaction on the other girl's like, uh, I guess it's okay. But I'm not really interested in the first place. But I guess I can see you repented in your ways. Is like it becomes this whole like different layers of like do you do they accept them after the dark secret right. is announced? So okay, that's that's real love. I highly recommend you watch it. Um, hilarious. Yeah, Wes, if you ever have time, please you and oh, Brit- you and Brittany should watch that. Absolutely, and just, just just bust your ass off and like absolutely. Watch. Real love on Netflix, Japanese show uh, reality. So, the other thing that has happened to me in my life, because you know, I had, I have uh, weird things happen to me. Like, you know, remember the next door neighbor, the SWAT thing? Yeah, the SWAT so teams I, and the cop with the headbuds and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shot himself because he didn't want to leave the house. So crazy. I was getting, I was getting gas. I was getting gas uh, like a couple days ago. Yeah. I was about to leave, and this car pulls up to like on the opposite end of the the, the pump station. Yeah, yeah. And um, immediately opens his windows, and the first thing he says is, "My friend, my friend." I'm like, "Oh, here we go." Oh, so shit. Like he's, he's about to sell me something or whatever. He's asking right. for something. <laughs> so he says, "My friend, my friend, please, can you please help me? Can you please help me? I'm I'm on vacation, and I'm trying to drive to Florida. But uh, notice that I'm in we I live in California, which is on the opposite yeah. end." Of the United States, and he's driving a car, saying, "I'm trying to get to Florida." Yeah, uh, like, and I, I, he tells me that I'm like in my head, I'm like, "Aren't you?" Oh no, no, actually, I actually told him, "Aren't you aware that you are in California, and that is on the opposite side of the yeah. United States?" Like, <laughs> quite a ways like, off. Yeah, my friend, yes, yes, I understand. Um, but he's like, uh, "My friend, um, I don't have any money for uh, for gas. I don't have any money for food or a hotel." And then, like, I have my family here. He rolls down the window. Sh- He's a wife and a baby. I'm like, oh my gosh, if this is a con, this is a pretty good one because he's showing me the family and the yeah. luggage. And he's like, I'm from Dubai. I'm really rich. And then he says, I'm really rich. But he's like, why are you asking me for money if you're really rich? Anyways, yeah. Yeah. 
So he says that, and like, I, I, my friend, I just need money to, to just, you know, wherever just to drive or have food or whatever. I'm like, um, and I kind of try to break, try to break, uh, see, break his story. Like, so you're, you're from, uh, so you're trying to go from Florida to California. <laughs> right. Um, that you won't be able to last whatever type of money. If I'm able to give you money, you won't be able to last to get to Florida. And he's like, Oh, uh, anything, please. You can help. Please help me. Please help me. So, I was like, okay, please, okay, hang on, hang on. So I go inside the store, like the store. Um, I asked the store, uh, the the clerk, is there been like any sort of reports about you know uh, like some weird family asking uh, yeah. for like money to be able to you know go from you know here and there? Yeah. Um, she's like, she's like, no, no, I never heard anything. I was like, <sighs> so I I, I I paused for a brief moment, and I was like, okay, well, okay, put put thirty dollars on their pump. And so they can get gas. And she gives out a big smile. But like, then again, I'm, I'm thinking about the story. It's like, dude, 30 bucks is like literally nothing for, for that type of road trip. Right. Uh, yeah, so, right. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, just give $30 for that, for that pump. And I, you know, I used my credit card. I didn't use my you know, debit card or I didn't pay. I didn't pay the card at the pump station because I don't know if you have something like this in Texas where we're having reports of people able to hack into the pump yeah. station. So what hack. what they do in Texas is they put a fake one on top of it. Yeah. Like yeah. They'll, they'll like put a thing and it fits perfectly over it. So like you'll yeah. scan your card and it'll say transaction, you'll enter your pin and all that stuff, but then like nothing happens because the <laughs> actual deal is a fake. Like they they plaster it on the front like a freaking yeah. Ocean's 11 movie. Yeah. So okay, so they we have something like that going around. Like, oh, okay, well, I didn't want to, I didn't want to pay there, right? And then all of a sudden they do the thing, and like, you know, I'm, I'm out of money or whatever, yeah, and I'm hacking my credit card. So yeah, I paid inside. I used my credit card because, um, like, you know, I could just pay it back. You know, once the bill comes in or whatever, it's thirty bucks, yeah. whatever. Um, I tell the guy, I tell the guy, uh, you know, as you know, talking to me. Um, it's like, hey, um, you know, I can only give you 30 bucks. Uh, you know, that's pretty much all I can give you. And, you know, he says, thank you. Thank you. He, he reaches out for my hand. I thought he, I thought he was going to shake me. I shake my hand. He, you know, he kisses my hand. I'm like, How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to give me his jewelry, too, at the same time. But my friend here, I can't pay you. But here's all my jewelry. I was like, dude, I don't want none of that. Yeah, um, like, I don't how low that's just I, been? I, I, don't know. I really don't know what none of that. I don't want. I thought I was going to. When, when uh, he was, you know, when I was shaking his hand, I was worried I was going to get poked or something. You know, I was yeah, like, oh, no, yeah, for like, sure. On a rear or whatever. <laughs> <That's> what <laughs> the clap. Just... Like, I'm risking it all just right. maybe helping this con or, or, or actually actually helping this guy. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, you know, and then he keeps asking, like, do you have any money for a hotel? I was like, dude, I literally cannot help yeah. you any more than, than, than what it, I got. Um, yeah. like, I'm like, I wish you luck on 30 bucks to get yeah. to Florida. Like, I don't know. Good luck <laughs> on the rest of the rest of that. And I'm like, I was like, what just happened here? That's outrageous. Oh man. I, I told this story to other people. I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, I think I, there was just, a, they, they were thinking like, I wouldn't just help them at all. And I was like, you know yeah. what? Sure. I had that. I, I initially had that defense mechanism, but like at the other side of that, I was like, what if, they actually need help, and sure. he just made a lot of bad decisions, thinking he can get to Florida from California, <laughs> right. and he's to Dubai, and he's rich, and he's taking a you know, vacation. Like, you know, you just made a lot of bad decisions. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they headed west instead of east. 
Like yeah. they they came from like Alabama and they're like, I think we're close to Florida, and then they just like <laughs> get, they have the map upside down. There, this way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that's what Dude, happened. That's, that is outrageous. Oh man, like, how do you decipher that thing? But anyway. <laughs> And it just happens too. Like we would yeah. have, we would have all the people like around here that would just walk up and you know they're like, oh, I haven't, yo, you know, families in the car over here. Like they would have that type of stuff. But then I was yeah. like, hey, I'll buy them food. Like yeah. I'll buy you food and hand you food. Yeah. You know, exactly. like that. That was the number one tip. Um, yeah, the only like crazy story like that. But God, this was like phew, ten years ago, maybe even more. Uh, me and my dad were in kind of the bad part of Oklahoma City, like the south south of the capital, like kind of not a great place. Um, at the time, at least, I think it's really cleaned up now. But uh, we were there in Oklahoma City, and uh, you know, my dad has like his Ford F one fifty truck and all this other stuff. And I think that's whenever we were like scouting around for colleges or something. You know, we were doing we were doing some, and uh. And we were filling up with gas, and this guy pulls up in, like, the quintessential, stereotypical lowrider, like, okay. it, it, like, two of the hubcaps are missing, uh, the, the paint, you know whenever cars paint, like, it has mm. that weird matte thing to where, like, it, it's like they haven't washed their car in forever, but then whenever they washed it, the paint stripped off. Like oh, where you know, you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like the I can't think of what it's called, but like where it kind of decayed the paint a little bit. And it's like where you're chipping away at armor at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it has a kinks in the armor. And like but that's what it is. And then the the upholstery on the top where it's like cloth is all ripped. Is and like hanging down? Dude, oh totally. <laughs> and you can see it, it looks like one of those memory foam mattresses on the inside of it. Uh <laughs> So he goes up and uh, and you know my my dad you know my dad like I I'm a I'm a second degree black belt my dad's a fourth degree black belt <laughs> like so he kind of went to the wrong truck right like he's yeah, he's yeah. approaching the wrong people and he's <laughs> he was like hey that's a cool truck why don't you give it to me and he like put his hand mm. in his like in his pants like he had a gun and maybe but he never mm. fully pulled it out. So I sure. think it was like an airsoft gun. I think it was, you know what I mean? I think it was a deal to try to hype people up or whatever. And then my dad was like, why don't you get a fucking job and buy your own? <laughs> and the dude just, the dude just like, like peel that away. <laughs> he just, he just cut it right down the middle and made me laugh. <laughs> why don't you get a fucking job and buy your own? <laughs> a ha ha Davis disc. Like, you know, yeah. on the outside. Oh, like, big fella. Yeah, it's like who made you like this? <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, and you can never tell. You can never tell with panhandlers, though. Like it just, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Oh, it still cracks me up to this day. I get a fucking job. <laughs> like in his car, like dovetailed out. Like, yeah, the car made a meme out of it. Like. <laughs> It's that it's that uh, meme where it's like the exit sign, or it says like the right decision, and then the car is like taking the hard exit. This is the wrong decision. Curious, yeah. Oh, so good. Oh my god! But oh, so <laughs> good stuff for for this episode. I had one main thing. Well, it, it's going to kind of branch off into like two or three. Um, 
but like I told you beforehand, you're really gonna like this. I told you on stream because you were hanging out my stream yesterday. Oh, uh, right, right. That, that you're gonna like the, the yeah the the thing that I uh, got this Saturday coming tomorrow's Friday. My days are all mixed up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crazy. Um, but coming in Saturday, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you fine people what it is because it's gonna be a West versus Backlog episode. Is the uh, Street Fighter 30th anniversary? Nice. Yeah, dude. So I got it. I got it for Xbox One. I have a ton of PS4 games. My Xbox One doesn't have a lot of love. So I was like, uh, let me get that on Xbox One. Like Amazon has a really sick deal for new games if you're an Amazon Prime member. Uh, if it's like pre-release or like the first two weeks of release, you get 20% mm -hmm. off brand new games oh, nice. with okay. fr with free shipping. Yeah, yeah. So like instead of paying 40 I got it for a little less than 30 I think. So, like, pretty good. Yeah, Comes with 12 games. Um, and, and something that I, I was thinking about, because I was like, okay, you know, I have Street Fighter 2, you know, Video Games Monthly sent me the Street Fighter 2 cart for Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we have, like, Ultimate Street Fighter 4 on PC, uh, stuff like that. But, you know, we love freaking, like, Third Strike. We love... Oh, yeah. I mean, oh. just... That's the jam, right? So, but I was looking at it, and I was like, you know what? The ones I'm the most excited to play are probably the alpha games. Mm -hmm. it, okay. and as, yeah, and as I was looking at the alpha games, because I played alpha 2. I, I never played alpha 1, but I played alpha 2, really liked it. Played alpha 3, loved it. Mm -hmm. um, so, kind of dig back into those. But something caught my eye. Whenever I was looking... Kind of because I was looking at you know you know whenever you buy a game and then you're excited and it's like shipping yeah. so you're like I'm gonna watch all these YouTube videos about what people are saying about the thing that I bought like yeah. I do that all the time so <laughs> I, I'm going and I'm I saw Maximilian's videos on it uh, now I'm like Maximilian's almost like a daily thing for me now like I don't even know half I the agree. stuff he's talking about but now because <laughs> you were like oh Maximilian's like one of your biggest guys like one of the reasons yeah. why you wanted to get into YouTube. And I was like, let me give, I've heard of Maximilian, let me give him a shot. And yeah, that dude yeah. was legit, man. Um, and so so I was like watching him play stuff and talk about netcode and all that. And I probably won't do a lot of online fighting. But the thing that really got me, and I, I kind of like fell hard into it, was the way Alpha 2 and Alpha 3, how the games look. Mm. So like... That, that pixel style, the main menu style where the characters select and it has the grids and the really shiny, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a very distinct vibe. And it totally, like, 100%, I was back in the arcade. Like, <laughs> I looked at it, you know what I mean? Because there's a certain thing about how the alpha games and, like, Third Strike or Double Impact uh, for Street Fighter 3, those games look like arcade games. I mean, they are arcade games. But you look at them and you're like, even at home, that's an arcade game. Like you yeah. could get, you could build a freaking box and like put the joysticks and get your hoary sticks and buttons, mm -hmm. and you now have an arcade cabinet. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? And I was like, man, mid to late nineties Capcom was on fire. Like <laughs> you look Oops. at all the stuff, dude. They, because yeah. I'm telling you, dude, I would put them up. The mid to late nineties Capcom, I would put them up against anyone on earth i would put them up against nintendo i'd put them up against freaking valve or blizzard anybody because you're talking not only were you getting stuff like street fighter alpha uh you know the alpha series third strike you know street fighter 3 you were getting resident evil 2 
Evil. You were getting Breath of Fire three and four. You Oni were Musha. Getting, oh, dude, unreal games. Yeah, like yeah. just crazy. They they were on su- and even their pixel art. Because you look at Third Strike, and that game is still per- like that's a perfect pixel game. Like you're oh, looking yeah. at it, like yeah. there's no one that's ever made a better looking pixel game than this. Like it just doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, every frame is hand drawn, and it's super fluid, and it's like they don't make them like that. I mean, they really no, don't. And that's yeah. the old the old guy thing to say, but it's like it's so much work to do oh. that. That's why we they went like 2.5D ish. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And but it, it was unbelievable, and that's why I pulled the trigger and like bought the game because I was like, oh, dude, because you know we got a Dreamcast now. Um, yeah. I could download it. You know, you can burn Dreamcast games. It's super easy to do. Um, and we already have like Third Strike, and we already have all that stuff. But I was like, let me get a full, actual, high def, currently yeah. playable through HDMI. Let me have a copy of Third Strike in the Alpha series. Bam, like something just to go to. But I was like, what other games? And this is what I was going to bring up. One, we're going to talk about Street Fighter a lot. But two, (laughs) what what was the game that you think... Like, for me, it was... At first, it was Street Fighter 2. Like, Mm -hmm. whenever you were playing on Genesis or Super Nintendo or whatever. That felt like this arcade game is now in my house. Like... This is just like the arcade. You know what I mean? Where it had that same uh-huh. energy and that same like, and it could uh-huh. be any genre, not even just fighting mm-hmm. games, but like any genre. So like Dynamite yeah. Cop or, you know, like Time Crisis or yeah, yeah. Uh, Die Hard Trilogy or like any of that shit. Oh, that's a that's a very good question. Um, that I thought. I basically had the arcade version of the game in my house. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it made me. It's making me think of uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo. For one, is one of them. Uh, when it, when it transitions to Super Street Fighter Two, mm-hmm. uh, it made me feel like yeah, we definitely have like either that or a near, you know, near perfect arcade yeah. port. Um, uh, let me see. For, for whatever reason, Forgotten Worlds is is running in my head right now. Ooh, yeah. Uh, World, um, Strider, Strider for the Genesis was yeah, very man. much um, th- as close as it can get in the, on the Genesis because you know Nintendo had a different version and it yes. wasn't it wasn't the arcade version. So so I was looking for that arcade like version of Strider. Genesis had that, um, and I can't I can't deny that part. Um, let's see, that's that's a really good question though. Uh, Tekken three. Tekken 3. Oh, definitely. yes, dude. Holy shit, Tekken 3. It, that genuinely did feel like... Like, I preferred the home port yeah. of it. Like, I, I loved it in arcades. But, like, being able to play it whenever... And what was it? Like, uh, the beach Tekken ball? ball and, Tekken yeah. ball, yeah, yeah. <laughs> had all that stuff, dude. Uh, like, yeah, man. All the extra and, stuff they had. And stuff that... The little subtle touches that I really like is whenever a home port would still say something like insert coin. Yeah. Instead of like press start, it would just say insert coin or something. And then you're like, oh, this is great. Um, And (laughs) that's that's one of the things that I've noticed about. uh, A lot of people are giving that 30th anniversary edition kind of a bad rap. 
And, you know, maybe rightfully so on the online side, because I haven't played the online. I don't really even plan to play online. Maybe for, like, an episode of a show or something, we can see how bad we are compared to the really good people. But, like, I have no interest in it. I just want, like, the archival quality. But the main complaint that I saw is kind of the reason I bought it. Because the main complaints are like, this is just the arcade board. This is just the pure 100% arcade accurate no yeah. and I was like Nothing yeah like that's that's, that's kind of what I want dude like, <laughs> I want the arcade games in my house yeah, like that's it because yeah. um, exactly. I, I guess like Street Fighter Alpha 2 or 3 the home versions had you know of course different modes and Alpha, stuff Alpha 3 home version have had more stuff than the arcade version yeah. more characters and like different like the World Tour mode was in the home version. It wasn't in the arcade right. version. Gotcha. Um, of Alpha 2, uh, I mean, maybe a little bit different stuff, um, but I'm not remembering uh, really. But yeah, Alpha 3, I definitely do know. Yeah. The, I, the home version was, I feel like, personally, much better than the arcade version. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that seems to be, because I do remember playing, because I remember the, the way the box looks, like on mm-hmm. the on the PS1, it has Zangief yeah. on the lower Zangief. right corner, like, ah, he's looking all crazy. <laughs> um, like, I remember it, dude. Uh, but it's funny how distinctly I remember even the box art of all three of them. Like, I can look at it, I'm like, yeah. oh, Street Fighter Alpha 2, Akuma is standing on the upper right, like, looking down, like, gnarling, and then... Yeah. And then Ryu is like looking up at him, and I was like, "Yeah, that's Alpha Two. And then Alpha One is kind of the big. Uh, I think it's a shot of like Ryu oh, doing. It was the long box, right? Yeah, the big long box, and like he's doing the. It shows his back, and he's like turned away. Yeah, so and then it has they, Ken jumping off of some shit, like <laughs> a jump sidekick, and then like the other characters are in the background. For yeah, it's like the gaggle of geese are just all collected <laughs> together. Um but it's so funny how like distinct but then i was like oh i probably think that same way about like the street fighter 3 games i didn't remember a lick of what those looked like cuz then i thought oh, i was like oh well street fighter 3 only really came out on dreamcast didn't it yeah pretty much pretty much cuz you had until, until like the collections came out for like the ps2 yeah, and all that stuff yeah yeah uh like street fighter street anniversary fighter. collection um Dreamcast. It was all Dreamcast. Yeah, dude. Um, but that's probably why, because the thing I love about the Dreamcast is it is a Naomi board. Like, the mm-hmm. actual hardware in a Dreamcast is an arcade board. It's an arcade cabinet, like, in your little Dreamcast. Uh, so, like, it, it would have perfect versions of, like, Daytona or whatever was coming out at the time. Yeah. If they ported it to the Dreamcast, it was dead on, um, mm-hmm. which made stuff like Mark of the Wolves so freaking good yeah it, you know what i mean Ooh. like just some deep cuts um See but yeah oh yes um yeah. golly i i guess that's yeah the whole dreamcast i think is the one system that felt like having an arcade in yeah, your house because it was all sega stuff like sega owned the arcades at that time yeah and then dreamcast is their platform so they're like oh you want virtual cop there you go. You want, <laughs> you know, they're, they're just like passing it over. Um, they're like, and like even games that didn't come out on the arcade here in America, like Power Stone. Mm, yeah. Still 
it still felt like an arcade game. Like you're playing it the way the buttons and everything's bright and flashy and wanting to grab your attention. And um, yeah, it's just, it's wild. That is, that is an era that will never happen again. And that's why exactly. before, you know, before we started recording, I was like, this is an episode that we would have had like six years ago to talk <laughs> about the old school stuff, like mm. no quarter, like, yeah, put that stuff down and, you know, and all the arcade, you know, memories. Um, so funny enough, uh, at least nowadays, Dave and Buster's has arcade exclusives, like actual <laughs> arcade games. Not, not, not even so much of they, they have the, the oversized mobile phone game in their, you know, Dave and Buster's arcade game, arcade yeah. section, but they actually have like, uh, like unique arcade games. Like, if you go to a Dave and Buster's now, at least as far as I know, they have a version. They have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles beat 'em up multiplayer game that is not out anywhere on any system. It is only Whoa. on Dave and Buster's. Tomb Raider has like I think it's like like a light gun light light gun shooter. Yeah. Um. That is that is only in Dave and Buster's. Is not anywhere a, anywhere else arcade wise or, or system wise. So yeah, they. Whoever's making those games has like this unique, like you know, ex- ex- exclusivity contract with David and Buster's, and they can they can make these, um, as far as I know, like pretty legit arcade games, like rem- reminiscent wow. of old school arcade games, or like at least what twenty eighteen arcades would look like. Would be David yeah. Buster's. yeah, yeah, dude, that's sick. Now I gotta go to a David and Buster's. Yeah, like, gotta... I mean, I'm curious. Like I only been yeah. there like a few times, but like yeah, now I'm curious about like what type of unique like uh, games that is there yeah that's interesting because like the arcade is you know in kids nowadays you could probably go in just maybe some places maybe some malls still have little arcades yeah. and things like that yeah but there was nothing like going into an arcade after not being in there for like four or five weeks and then you see yeah. like seven or eight new machines you're like, what is this? And then, so you walk up to it, and you're like, you're watching the demo reel because every arcade yeah. game has a demo reel yeah. that plays itself, <laughs> and you're like, oh shit. Um, mm. And you would, uh, you would be like blown away. I remember, uh, oh god, which game was it? That seeing it in our arcade, I was like, oh now I gotta, I just gotta go buy it. It may have been Tekken yeah. Tag Tournament. Okay, yeah. Because it had the full four-person dock, like the old Ninja Turtles games or Simpsons, right, like yeah. that old Konami-style arcade thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it was at like a putt-putt golf course. And you walk <laughs> in, and you know, you buy your little putt-putt stuff, but then you look mm-hmm. over, and they had this huge arcade. They had a... Ooh, another one that I wish... <laughs> it sounds rude, but I wish it got ported to a different system than it was, <laughs> was a San Francisco Rush. Oh, there like, you go. Yeah, because those games are so much fun. But then it came out on the Nintendo sixty four, and you're like, "Ooh, uh, this looks kind yeah. of blurry. It looks a little yeah. fuzzy." Yeah, chunky and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, a little little Nintendo sixty four y. Yeah, <laughs> blurred textures. Even though the texture is yeah. one color, and you're like, "How did that happen?" Oof. That's like Blizzard porting like Warcraft and Starcraft to the consoles. Like, yes. what about that? It's not even. Yeah, like, you, there's no story. It was just like, hey, you can play StarCraft on your Nintendo 64. <laughs> Why in God's name would I ever want to do that? Your original PlayStation. 
Like, oh what yeah, the one. That, I look at? Yeah, yeah. I can't even tell what units are. You're like, I think that's yeah. a. I think that's green. I think. Where's the commentary on the, on the units? So if I yeah. press it multiple times. Yeah, yeah, where he's like zog 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 zog. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man, <laughs> like, but yeah, dude. I and it's bad because. You, you know how I am, and we'll we'll be real talk fair about it. Whenever I get on a certain thing, I like dive head for. I'm like ah, like I ju- I just go for it. So I was like, oh man, fighting games are pretty cool, and like you know, because that's that's a genre of games that I love that I've never dedicated enough time to, because there's so many of them, and like we've played the classics and we know the classics, and uh, there's kind of a deep seated love for it. But I guess now in my mind. Fighting games in the arcade, they naturally go together hand in hand. But now in my mind, that's where it goes back to. Like, oh, okay. so the more a fighting game looks like an arcade game, I'm in. I'm like, yeah. Uh, like, I just got, uh, and this will probably be the thing I stream tomorrow morning. I bought, uh, oh, what Guilty Gear was it? I already had oh. Guilty yeah, dude. So I already had Guilty Gear like Recore or whatever it was called, Accent Recore, which is like the traditional two D one. But I think today I bought uh, Guilty Gear X Erd or whatever that's oh. called, like th- th- uh, that. But the Revelator, yeah, yeah, because of Maximilian. Like I was like, <laughs> I wonder what good one is. And Maximilian did this eleven minute video where he was like, "Guys, this game is ridiculous." Um, and like I was like, "Okay, great," and I bought it. I was like, yep, if he says it's rad and it came out two years ago, but it was the first uh, games that Arc System Works did to where it did that kind of what Dragon uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z or whatever oh, okay. it does now to where it looks like 2D, but then the yeah. camera like, like does the zoom right. in and out and stuff. So that's the first game or I guess the second game um, that uses that engine. But it adds, like, because I think the first one that did was the Guilty Gear X-Erd. Um, I think it was called Sign. Those games have the dumbest-ass names. Uh, <laughs> like, it's just not, you read, you see a yeah. thing, and you're like, I think those are words, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, Blasbro. Yeah, yeah, bla- oh, that's another, dude, and that's another, I took that it's picture on Twitter. Like, Everybody's saying Blasbro, like, it's actually Blasbro. Blasbro. Uh, it's like, it's not Naruto, it's Naruto. Um, yeah. <laughs> we become those people. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but dude, Blasblue. oh God, what is the one that I bought on Xbox One like three weeks ago? Blasblue Chromo Phantasm Extend. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? What's that um, mean? So time. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. it's like, mm. oh, it's so stupid. Like uh, it's just stupid enough to be amazing. Like it's <laughs> it's turn that corner to be badass. It's like I don't know what that fucking word means, man, but it means something. And they're serious yeah. about it. They're fighting about it. I don't and even know. They'll say the entire title in like a cutscene story. <laughs> or even better, when you hit the start button. Yeah. It's like Blas Blue. They they have the announcer voice. Crossbow Phantasm extend. <laughs> this is your guilty gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, and what what do they call the rounds? They call them rebels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebels one. <laughs> uh, fight. Uh, and he's like, let's rock. 
or like I, they have all the dumbest shit, but I'm like way into it. <laughs> oh, it's so rid- only really. I mean, Japanese role playing games can be kind of crazy about it. Like we yeah. always make fun of Final Fantasy 13 for being fucking dumb, <laughs> but like fighting games are on a whole <laughs> other spectrum. It's yeah. amazing oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of like, because it seems like there there is a bigger, especially with like Evo, and you know we we touch on Evo every now and then. But it seems like with the success of Evo, with mm. things like Twitch being more esports centric, fighting games are now like that's your purest form of competition, as mm. far as like video games. I mean, you can talk about Counter Strike, you can talk about Starcraft, you can talk about this other yeah. stuff. But like, you there if there's a life bar. You have two life bars, and the mm-hmm. whole idea is one of the life bars goes to zero before the other one does. Yeah. That's your gimmick. Like, that's your story. It doesn't matter what game you're watching. Like, they all have the health bar. That's your that's your in. Because you can see that. Like, mm-hmm. even if you don't know what the hell's going on or what counters or dodges or parries or, like, whatever's going, you can see, oh, that dude's about to die. His health bar is about like that. And then he does some crazy shit and wins the match. You're like, hey, that's pretty cool. Like, you don't even have to know the real mechanics of it. Of course, it's cooler if you do. It's like that I go parry the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Most, that's right. Yeah, famous. Oh, which is crazy. Now now that we're going to have a really good version of Third Strike to be able to play, I'll yeah. be I'll be happy if I get one parry off. Just one, just a single parry the entirety. I play that game. Mm-hmm. The fact that he did so many all at once is still. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand it. Like, and then you you think of the meta thing to where he knew he could do that. He knew mm-hmm. he could parry every single thing, so he prepped Justin Wong to do the move to him. Yeah. So he yeah. could pair, and you're like, oh Jesus, man! These guys are like playing four dimensional <laughs> chess. They're like, yeah, okay, exactly. like it's wild. It's so crazy. Um, but yeah, with like Evo and the Twitch stuff picking up, it seems like fighting games are. F- you hate to say they're finally coming into their own, but because they've been in their own since like freaking Mortal Kombat two. Yeah. Um, but but now it seems like the the true spirit of competition. The it, it, there's more into it now. Like there, there's a place, there's a home for all these different types of fighting games. Um, so, yeah. so okay, I feel like fighting games uh, when it comes to the whole esports thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like at least I at least I'm aware of how fighting games is. Fighting games, as far as I know, can be all can can do the esports like professionalism, you know, everybody has team shirts and, you know, good competition and all that stuff. And on the other side of that is the, like the grassroots organic hood, you know, thuggery stuff where like this past weekend, uh, somebody won, um, I believe it, I believe it's Sonic Fox. He won uh, dragon ball fighters wearing an entire furry costume. Right. And won against a, against a (laughs) Japanese player. Right, yeah. uh, Japanese like one like a Japanese best guilty gear, you know those type of players. Yeah. And he was wearing a fight, furry costume, you know helmet, you know limited vision and all that stuff. It, it it's on Twitch or like YouTube and all that stuff. Yeah. And then um this, again the same tournament, um they were playing Super Turbo. Uh, somebody brought their dog with them. 
Oh, I think I saw that little tiny white Pomeranian, yeah, right? Dog. And then I was like, it's, it's, it's like, is that co- is that coaching? Because that's illegal. Because that's, that's the whole thing about having like uh, uh, like advice on the side. Right. Because when people when people talk like to the people like this, and then they're yeah. down there, that's oh, called yeah. coaching. And in like oh. in like this like the finals, that's not allowed. Gotcha. You know, right. For like advice. So like when they, they show the dog, it's like, is that coaching? That like that's like you like that's legal. <laughs> But at the same time, it's like, oh, man, that could be thuggery because the dog is trying to intimidate him and he probably lost the round because the dog uh, was intimidating. Yeah. So little mind game things. But like That's we're setting serious. up this lore. We're setting up this lore of like, you know, yeah. the, the nonsense. But we're making it like <laughs> we're keeping it kayfabe, basically. Yeah, for know? sure. Like because anytime I think about fighting game community and like the kayfabe stuff, yeah. I just think about uh, Pringles. Because yeah. <laughs> th- that that's really when that whole it's Marvel baby like yeah, that yeah. that whole video that one like six minute video mm-hmm. that that was the foundation of like all of it in my yeah. opinion like everything that calls back to that and <laughs> <laughs> it's like young internet memes is what yeah, that yeah. was happy uh, birthday like what what do you what is this happy birthday. <laughs> Birthday. <laughs> it's when your teammates get caught in the attack and they're he's comboing on both of them that's what a happy birthday is and yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's its own language but i think that's rad i think that there's a space for it and I, i'm glad to see it like thrive what does make me laugh though well i say it makes me laugh it's kind of sad uh <laughs> the marvel versus capcom infinite oh. stuff like yeah not on evo <laughs> Not on anything. Yeah, ball on that game. They, oh. oh gosh, it's 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 cool. One thing, it's cool that um, anything but Street Fighter is like the top of the list, top of the yeah. card for Evo. Because like Dragon Ball Fighters, if any anything is going to be topping Street Fighter at, or any type of Capcom game, yeah. it would be a very good, you know, fast fighting game. Like in Dragon Ball is known for that in the anime and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So. And good, good on you know um, the people that made you know Guilty Gear to be able to make that type of game, and they have like three games on on their like their list of games that are, you know, in Evo right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, so like Capcom needs to I know if Capcom does I feel like Capcom needs to like you know kind of readjust or just take a look at what's going on and what's what's going right with Street Fighter V, what's going wrong with it. I mean, mm-hmm. let's either or that or Street Fighter V is doing their thing and let it just be their thing. And then maybe just refocus on Marvel versus Capcom because that was like a drop ball right there. Yeah. You know, with all the decisions and characters being reused when you know, they wanted other people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think, uh, I, I think the... Uh... I would love to see kind of the same way there's that Street Fighter um, 30th anniversary. I would love, love, love. And I know the licensing would probably be a killer on it to get all the licenses and stuff. But I would love to see a versus collection. So you have like Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah. But then you have like Capcom versus SNK. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like get Capcom to get all those out there and like bring it in. Oh, dude, that would. Yeah. Oh, it'd be money. I mean, that would be because those are really the those are really kind of the Capcom versus SNK games. I, I'm mm. starting to want to dig into more of those, but you can't play it on oh. any current system. You know what you, I mean? Yeah, you definitely do need. I yeah. Any if you get a Capcom 
a CBS uh, Capcom versus SNK or like a CBS two. Um, yes, by by all means. Like in California, people still play it. In California, I mean, oh, pretty wow. sure you can. People still play it, like you know, everywhere else. But like tournament level wise, yeah, it is still it is still like a game that is on like you know final stage, like one of the finals in like California tournaments, like because we love Capcom versus SNK. Dude, that's you crazy. Know? Oh, yeah. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. You can find that definitely, definitely. Because um, like getting a compilation of something like that on the current stuff, current hardware. Like, just get it. Um, but what was funny is, you know, whenever I got, because seeing all the mixed reviews for the Street Fighter thing, um, the, the 30th anniversary, I was like, well, you know, is it a good deal? You know, and like I said, I got it for a little under 30. So I was like, yeah, that's a hell of a deal. But then, yeah. you know, seeing the reviews and hearing different, you know, the net code isn't as great. Or why didn't they put training mode on all the games? Or, mm. you know, you hear the quips and they're fine. Like, it's everyone's entitled to their opinion and stuff like that, but I think they were expecting something that the game wasn't to begin with. Like, yeah, they were wanting it to be full feature. I want all this to have all the Fine. home perfect ports of every character of this, and it's like, yeah, that's nice to want, but like, I just want a collection of the arcade games. That's yeah, all exactly. that's all I'm expecting. Even the museum stuff is different, stuff like you know, that's cool, and like, as a making of all these major Street Fighter games. And it has like video documentary type stuff and flip books you can go through. And I was like, that shit's awesome. Yeah. Um, but so I started doing some price checking. And I was like, okay, you know, I've, I've, I've spent, you know, 29 and some change. And then with tax, it was like 31. So yeah, Let, let's see. A full inbox copy of Street Fighter Alpha 2 is $45. <laughs> that is one of the 12 games. Yeah, that's one of them. So I'm like, or I just saw the one price. I was like, "Yep, great deal." Like, I, <laughs> it's worth it. totally worth it. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. And God, you look at a box copy of Double Impact. Whole mm. oh, ninety some odd bucks for that game on Dreamcast. Mm -hmm. Like, like, yeah, yeah it's the prices are crazy. Um, even like the anniversary collection on PS2. Mm -hmm. That game's still going for 20-ish, but like 27, 28, mm. which is respect. I mean, that's a fair price for that because it's a good collection. Yeah. But like, even that, it's like, well, that's exactly the same price I just played on the 30th anniversary, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's kind of how I approached the is, is this worth the money type question. Mm. It was like, well, if one game costs the same as all 12 of these, like, <laughs> of course, you know, and I could play these through HDMI and freaking capture card and like. Yeah. I of course, cool. like, I, think, I think it's worth it. No question, man. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah. So I, I just, yeah, I, I was excited to record this one because I was like, oh, Marco's going to be a big fan of what we talk about this week. Uh, <laughs> but it's like that that arcade late '90s, early 2000s. Like, there's not a lot of things that give you that vibe anymore. Because well, yeah, like reinvent that, or you just recreate it. Yeah, and it's like a. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the pixel art. I don't know if it's the colors, the fact that everything was really flashy and the menus were like pulsing and like everything. Yeah. tried to grab your attention. Yeah. But, it was that and, and the environment people, you know, people like all gathered in one arcade stand, putting in quarters, you know, saying you're next and like, I'm yeah, taking your money because I'm the best 
at this yeah. at this arcade or something or yeah no totally totally, totally. It, yeah man so good and yeah that that is it's so crazy for the people that haven't got to experience that era i you can't no, like, compare no. it with anything like it Again. doesn't it, it's probably the same i i imagine this to be the same as like the first generation that did dungeons and dragons you know what I'm saying? We're like, oh shit, this is the hotness. And then people are like, well, here's a second edition, and they're like, yeah, that's cool, but this yeah. stuff was the but real deal. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> it's, so it's fun to be able to draw back on those memories about like, dude, the arcades when they were popping. There's nothing better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was the babysitter because they would not leave. Yes. Oh, you'd be there six lot. hours totally. Okay. Yeah. And then come home for dinner. And then if it's Friday, you go back out. <laughs> you, go back in. you you mow a lawn, get your roll yeah, of quarters, <laughs> and you're done. Washing That's dishes. it. There you That's go. it, man. Yeah. You do it. And then, yeah, and then let's say you were able to go to Toys R Us and buy, mm-hmm. and in my case, and I looked it up before we recorded, and you know the whenever they, uh, you know those facts that like change your mind or, or like change your life forever? Because you thought it was one thing, but it was actually something different, and you're like, "Wait, what?" And then you like dig in more. Like a perfect example is a uh, whenever you tell somebody that you know, uh, like a barcode on the back of a product. Yeah. Whenever they scan the barcode, they're not scanning the black bars; they're scanning the white spaces in between it. Oh. Like okay. that shit to where you now okay. you're like, wait, what? And then you like look around and you're like, my whole life has lived a lot. Like <laughs> I'm <I've, gonna> lie. <laughs> I I had that like twenty minutes before we started recording. Cause oh. I was like, what was the port of Street Fighter 2 that I played on the Sega Genesis? I was like, oh yeah. Street Fighter 2 Championship Edition. Type it in. Ba-ba-ba. Comes up Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition. I was like, no, it was Championship Edition. So I type it in again, and it pulls up Champion Edition. And I was like, it was called Champion Edition? Yeah. And then like, I look at this box, Champion Edition. Says it perfectly right there. No Championship Edition, Champion Edition. And I was like, okay, well, maybe it was the arcade version that was called Championship Edition. Nope. Champion Edition. We all just said Championship Edition because... Just cause. Cause who calls it champion edition? Like what? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I today I had that moment. I was like, "This is what called what?" <laughs> and then I was like, "No." So then I went on eBay, Sega Genesis, Street Fighter Two, and then I put Champ, and just yeah. to see what it would autofill. Uh, champion edition. Champion edition. God dang it! Like what? <laughs> oh. It's outrageous. Oh, this, I can't. I can't wow. remember what they added to that one. Was it like you could play as M Bison or something? Like you can, it play, was, you can play as the the four kings. Yeah, Bison, Vega, and Sagat. That's right. And Balrog. Yeah. And Balrog. Yeah. Oh, so and, which and, one? And, and able to play, play the same character as well. Bond versus. Like, yes, because wasn't it a? Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Original Street Fighter Two. I don't think you could mirror match. You, could you? You couldn't unless. Um, I believe there's it was either a code or you had to do a game genie to be able to do that. Mm. And then if you did so a mirror weird. match, they were the, they were the same color. 
But That's there, was no, right. there was no different colors uh, on the regular Street Fighter 2. There's no alternate costumes. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, that's going way back, dude. Yeah, man. That's funny. So now I'm wondering, like, uh, let me let me pull up the list of the uh, the actual game titles that are in Champion the Championship the 30th anniversary collection. See, now I'm like ruined. I'm gonna call everything the freaking Championship, championship edition. edition. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, um, Street Fighter 30th. Okay. So I need to find which version of the game, because they put like three versions to Street Fighter 2, I think. Okay. Um, let's see. Let me go to Wikipedia. Um, yeah. Okay. So it has... Uh, why doesn't it just have a list of games? Um, list of games. Yep. There's that. Okay. Might play some something. Mm, that'd be cool. Tab. Let's see. Okay. So it has original Street Fighter, which is horrible. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's real bad. Uh, Street Fighter <laughs> 2. Mm -hmm. Street Fighter 2. Let's see. Is that? It's like a blue one. Which one's a that? A blue one? one. That sounds like champion champion edition. Gen oh, 2. so it does have champion edition. Okay, collection includes online label versions. Okay, that's for those. Yeah, let me see this. Okay, so yeah, Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two, then Street Fighter mm -hmm. Two in the blue. Which might, if it is Champion Edition, I'll be so excited because that's the one I grew up playing. Uh, Street Fighter Two Hyper Fighting, which I guess that's was turbo. okay. So that's Turbo, mm. Super Street oh, Fighter Two. So, so we called Turbo. We called it Turbo. We I never called it Hyper Fighting, even though it showed it says Hyper oh, Fighting. I always called it Turbo for whatever reason. Because like, it was gotcha. just in, you know the, uh, the region I was at, you know. Bay yeah. Area, we just call it Turbo. Just call it Turbo. Interesting. Okay, so I'm wondering if, because I want to say the version on Super Nintendo that Video Games Monthly gave me, mm. Street Fighter Two Hyper Fighting was for SNES, while Street Fighter Two Champion Edition was Genesis. Yeah, because I, I don't. Yeah, I think so. I think so because I don't think we. I don't think as. Uh, a Super Nintendo didn't have a champion edition. Yeah, it went straight, it went straight to hyper fighting. Right, yeah. and I then and then it's showing Super Street Fighter Two, mm -hmm. uh, the new challengers. Then Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. That's yeah. the oh, one yeah. that added Fei Long and stuff, right? No, that was Super Street Fighter Two. Okay, that added the the new challengers. Cami, T Hawks, Fei Long, T in like DJ and stuff. Okay, yeah. so Turbo, did they was Turbo where you could select different finishers? So, like Turbo, so um, Super Street Fighter Two Turbo was you had you had super moves or a super move for each character. Yeah. Um, Akuma was unveiled on that one. That's right. And then, and then everybody had like a different type of move, like um, where you had air air throw and. 
Ken had different kicks and just everybody had unique stuff that was added into uh, Super Turbo. Gotcha. Because, yeah, it's so funny how many different versions of Street Fighter 2 there are. Like, yeah, yeah. I think on Wikipedia they said there's like 11 or 14 or something. Like, there's an insane yeah. amount. If you count Rainbow the. D- yeah. Which one? Was Rainbow, Rainbow, Rainbow Edition? Oh, snap. So not, it's not on the collection, but okay. like. So Rainbow Edition was like kind of like, oh, at least. The, the version I at least I think it was was it was like a hacked like debug version where yeah. or at least it may, may have been like the arcades that I was at it was like you can basically do anything like this was before when Chun-Li actually had like actually had a fireball in 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 hyper fighting right. um they 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 did a fireball that was not of like what Chun-Li's animations or like they did like the, the fierce punch Chun Li, but then throw like a Hadouken or like a, a Yoga Flame fireball. Oh, yeah, like, interesting. You can do you can do like multiple fireballs at the same time. So you have like you can have like a wall of fireballs or do like air ball like Blanca balls and you yeah. can do all this like funky like hacking like stuff in in Rainbow Edition. That's cool. So it huh. like it introduced it was it was like it was, it was like Omega mode for Street Fighter Four where it throws the, it shows the concepts of what stuff right. they do in five what they do in five now but it showcased like oh this is like the 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 alpha version of uh yeah. of, of what five will be or something in, oh, that, in street fighter 4 big edition yeah that's yeah. crazy yeah 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 um yeah and like so yeah it has let's see yeah super street fighter 2 turbo uh mm-hmm. street fighter alpha one street fighter alpha two street fighter alpha three uh, mm. Street Fighter Three, New Generation, Street Fighter Three, Second Impact, and then uh, of course Third Strike. There you go. Okay. That's a hell of a set, man. Yeah, man. Those are some games. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, that's the next episode of West versus Backlog. Um, trying go. to figure out out of because I won't have time to play all of them in the episode. I don't think. So I'm mm. trying to like. Probably, like, do you have any requests on ones that you want? Because I'm doing Third Strike for sure. For sure, Third Strike. I'm Um, doing, I can't decide between Alpha 2 or 3. Hmm. Um, I mean, Alpha 2 is popular generally, but, like, you know, I would love to see some Alpha 3 personally. Because Alpha 3 is, like, Alpha 3 was more, like, you were familiar. You were comfortable with the game, and it was it was showing some unique stuff in that one too. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I would personally would like to see some Alpha Three from you. Um, sure. But you know, if you're going for the general YouTube audience or just general audience, Alpha Two, you can go. You can go with Alpha Two. Yeah, and then God, what version of Street Fighter Two? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would say I would actually say the the regular Street Fighter Two, Vanilla Two. Interesting, yeah. Because it's funny because Hyper Fighting is on the SNES Classic. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the one they put on that. So we've played that on stream before. Um, okay. Original OG Street Fighter 2. That's a... Just just watch the, the, the clunky jankiness of, yeah. of like hitting hitting Blanca out of a Blanca ball and seeing like his, his near entire bar 
get taken away because that was his weakness. He had a oh. weakness. You hit him. You hit him out of the Blanca ball, and you you damn near kill him in two hits. That's nice. Yeah. Mm. Oh, same same thing with Sagat after a, a tiger uppercut because of the lore of of him getting dragon punched, right? Getting a scar. Getting a scar. It was like a big weakness thing. That's with right. Because that's when. Because Sagat was in Street Fighter One, correct? Like he yeah. was in the original, and then he Free got. The, that's when he got the scar. Is hopping over to two. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Some deep lore. Now we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna cut into that lore, dude. Um, <laughs> that's right. Oh man! Yeah. But like, and one of my favorite things about the the set for the 30th anniversary, and I haven't even got it yet, but just seen it from videos, is it tells you when the release date was. But then what arcade board it ran off of. Oh, nice. Okay. So like what actual unit did. Um, also, mm. it shows on some of the museum stuff, it shows pictures of the actual boards. And then it, it um, does like yeah, it yeah. does like blueprint stuff and like character sketches mm. of like, here's where the UI is. And this is yeah. what we want this bar to look like. And I was like, oh, shit, dude, this is great. Um, yeah. I know. Yeah. It, it gets kind of a bum rap for certain things, but. I think a lot of museum collections, because I think this is the same company that did the Mega Man Legacy collections. Okay. And those are great. I love those. Yeah. Like, I love yeah. those collections because they got the concept art, they got the soundtrack stuff you can do. Yeah. You can play any of the games, save states, whatever you that want. That artwork, the artwork, artwork you want to see. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even stuff that's like never been released, and they like get a exactly. full scan. And like it's perfect quality, and it's like yeah, yeah. there's some good stuff. Um, and I think there's even um, in the 30th anniversary deal, there's a way that you can see each frame of a character's special moves. That's depending right. on like, games. You want to see the fireball of Ryu, the of the Street Fighter 2 version versus the like Third Strike version. You can do that. So, yeah, that's right. I so, forgot about that feature. So cool. That's pretty cool. And, and apparently that's good for like actually looking at the frames and being like, okay, yeah. so second frame is when like, so it's a good study mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, man. See, I, I'm, I'm part of the problem with video games. I will buy any good anniversary set, any good re-release or anniversary set. Like the moment Sega tells me they're doing a Dreamcast collection. I know they kind of already did one. They did one that had like space channel five and crazy taxi Sega Bass Fishing and Sonic Adventure, I think. Yeah. But if they did a compilation, they're like, hey, it's, you know, two Blu-ray discs and it comes mm-hmm. with 18 Dreamcast games. Yeah. Yep. Doing it. <laughs> like, that's kind of what they're doing with the Shenmue 1 and 2 collection. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah. So that type of stuff, man, I'm I'm all about it. They even did the Power Stone collection on the PSP. Um, and Power Stone. So much fun. Oh, I'm telling you, man, Capcom was money. Well, you know. These people, they need to know. Capcom, yeah. mid to late 90s, man. There was there was a seven-year span where Capcom was top of the world. You couldn't yeah. beat them. Could not I touch them. Couldn't beat them on, on graphics, on gameplay, nothing. Like, shit. I mean, hell, they're now just remaking Resident Evil 2. You yeah. know? <laughs> and they got yeah, Shinji exactly. Mikami back on it, so... And 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 musings of uh, a Devil May Cry six, right? I think or, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in, a, in a standard Devil May Cry six, not a DMC two. 
right. using that one, or which was you know that game was fine. Yeah. It was wasn't as good, but it was okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah man. Like, yeah, it feels it feels good to just talk fighting games. This is old school podcast, dude. There you go. This yeah, is man. old school brother around, but uh. Yeah, so a little bit of an announcement, kind of a little downer, not really. Like we'll yeah. we'll we'll talk about it for a second. Kind of be open with you fine people. Um so if you're supporting us, if you're checking us out on Twitch or YouTube, thank you so much for watching the YouTube archives, the video stuff. Um if you're listening on, you know, iTunes, Google, wherever you're at, directly downloading it. We love you. Thank you so much. Um we yes. will announce right now we are going on a small hiatus, a small Oh, what would he want? Like a sabbatical, I guess. Sabbatical, <laughs> um, <laughs> like uh, uh, side missions. Like uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna go <laughs> get more crazy stories for you guys and come back and tell all of them about yeah. panhandlers and <laughs> time skips. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you want to call it? Yeah, the, like the the virtual missions. Um, the VR, yeah. yeah, VR missions. We're going on our own VR send, mission. Will you send out like one of your party members, and they'll be back in like a certain number of times? <laughs> yeah, that hour time limit. Um, yeah. Oh, that's that's great. Um, but yeah, we are taking a small break. Um, really, it's a to be determined break. Um, we we just got so much going on. All three of us, um, Todd and you know Marco and myself. Got all bunch of stuff going on over the summer. Um, summer is kind of whenever everybody's schedule like flips around and does crazy stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those deals that we're very happy with how Brother Round has been uh, from episode one all the way until now. Um, but it's also a great time that we can use this as kind of a rebranding, almost yeah. a. Uh, See what works, see what doesn't, see what you guys like. Hey, if you guys have some feedback and input, hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, leave some show note comments over on the blog post stuff. I mean, we'd love to hear from you. Yo, YouTube, uh, Twitch comments, like whatever. We read them. We read every single yeah. one. So let us know what you like. Do you like the more focused episodes, kind of how we did today? Just talk about the arcades and fighting game stuff. Or do you like it when it's all over the place and we're doing the Marvin impressions and making crazy <laughs> antics? Um, yeah, what we'd you love to hear me, from you. You're making me, you're making me think of Power Hour. Like, do yeah, one, do one. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if it, yeah, if Brother Around's going on hiatus, that doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to get anything in return. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So we're we're dabbling with some stuff. But yeah, so Brother Around yeah. as a podcast, as a video podcast, we'll be taking a break. Um, we will keep you all in the loop, absolutely, one hundred percent, and. Yeah, there's going to be a ton of stuff from all of us. Uh, that's kind of what we've talked about over the past like two or three weeks. Is all the different projects we're talking about. Like, oh, let's try this, and ooh, that sounds cool. And like talking shop <laughs> in the background. Um, so yeah, a lot of cool stuff. But the brothering around uh, and kind of, the, I guess, one of the main reasons why. Just it's hard to get three very busy adults in the same place, same time. We all got the family commitment thing. We all got different time zones. Like. Yeah. It's harder to schedule the more people there are. And it, it just is what it is. Uh, we all got, you know, we all got careers, jobs, side projects, and like all this stuff going on. And to balance all of it, we want to make sure that every one of all three of our projects, and even Maury, um, Maury's projects, we want to make sure they're as good as they possibly can be. So right. 
to dedicate time on the ones that really like, bam, let's knock this out. Kind of how we did Power Hour. It started as a thing. We didn't know what it was. And then we started hitting a stride with it. But then it started, you know, oh, it's starting to feel the same. So let's take a break for a little bit. Yeah. This is kind of what the Brethren Around thing's doing. So so we we love the fact that you guys have listened and watched. However you've heard or seen us, we are taking a little bit of a hiatus. But, you know, we're, we're not going anywhere. You know where to find us. Yeah. I mean, you got Marco right there. You got him over at uh, YouTube.com slash Nerd in the Bay. Yeah. So, you know, Twitter.com slash Nerd in the Bay. Um, yeah. You know, you can get us there. And you, uh, Todd, you know, Twitch.tv slash Todd EVF. And mm-hmm. Twitter.com slash Todd EVF as well. And then you know where to find me, man. Comedy Hobo. Just type that shit in. Just type the words Comedy Hobo. And something's going to pop up. You'll see my face yeah, somewhere. Man. Um, you, got a, you got a thousand subscribers. <laughs> dude, I'm at like yeah. 1,002. It's so weird. Own. I'm like above, Ooh, yeah. the, above the cusp, but just barely. Like if I have a bad day, someone's just going to boop, bring it back yeah. down to 999. I'll be like, you no. just need the watch time. That's all you need. That's You'll it, be dude. on that long waiting list. <laughs> oh, the crazy way to us. Screw that. <laughs> I can keep their money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, so we're moving and shaking. We got some other stuff planned too. So, yeah. uh, but thanks so much for hanging out with us. We will be back one day. Mm. We'll see what's going on. But thanks guys so much. Uh, we'll catch you soon. Head over to comedyhobo.com. Brand new site. Go, go look at it. All the links, all the show notes, whatever you need. Go, go, go. We'll see you. Peace, guys.